Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mr. Welcome to a new 2-Bit Podcast per Radley Presents Sorry Not Sorry. The show about the world out there, the world at large, the world at play. I am your host, Jason, and I will be your host, your companion, your confidant, your comrade, as we talk about Russell Peters in the news. He hosted the Juno Awards uh, last Sunday, uh, and he's been getting a little bit of a shitstorm, uh, as comics often do these days. For making a joke. A comedian making a joke. Who would have thought? Uh, Russell Peters is an internationally known stand-up comedian. Uh, Canadian-born. And uh, the Junos is the Canadian version of the Grammys. Uh, sort of the Grammys' uh, deformed little brother who sleeps in the attic. Because uh, no one really pays attention to the Junos. Who gives a shit about the Junos? Um, well, apparently someone at the Ottawa Citizen did, because they reported that Russell Peters uh, made the joke when he came out on stage. Uh, he was surrounded by a bunch of young girls in the audience, and he made the joke saying, Look at all the young girls in the audience tonight. Uh, this is a felony waiting to happen. Now, you may disagree with that joke. You might think it's poor taste. You might think a joke doesn't, doesn't belong on a uh, broadcast uh, award show. Uh, and you're entitled to those opinions. Um, but how this joke is now being categorized is as a rape joke, um, which I think is a bit far afield from what is actually being said. Again, the joke was, look at all the young girls, uh, look at all the young girls, this is a felony waiting to happen. Uh, and I found it very interesting when I was first heard about the story when it popped up in my newsfeed that all the... Um, all the uh, publications that are reporting on this, uh, of course, didn't provide any links to the actual joke, um, which I will put, if you're watching this on YouTube, I will put this up on the screen now. There's a lot of young girls here. This is a felony waiting to happen. Uh, Welcome back. And if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, I'll provide links uh, with a timestamp in the description, in the comments below. Um, and if you, again, if you're watching this, it's a pretty innocuous joke. It took about 30 seconds. Some people laughed, and we went on with our lives, supposedly. Um, but, of course, the Ottawa Citizen, the uh, bastion of uh, journalistic integrity, uh, is now saying that, uh, how dare Russell? How dare Russell make this joke? Because this comment, and to quote from the citizen, this comment needs to be considered in context. Here in Ottawa, about one quarter of new cases of sexual assault reported to our hospital uh, emergency rooms happen at or around mass events. Okay, I'm thinking you're pulling that fact out your ass. Either this is somehow on the top of your head when you're uh, hearing anything being said about uh, sexual assault or any kind of uh, any discussion about women in Ottawa, which is an odd fact to have at the top of your head. Or you went searching for a fact to build a narrative around, which I think is most likely the case. Certainly, I don't think Peters knew about that stat, nor would it maybe have changed his mind with the joke. Uh, it seemed like an off-cuff, uh, improv kind of kind of statement. Um, and again, it's it was a kind of a toss-away joke, folks. It's um, you don't find it funny. That's okay but you don't need to string him up by his toes. Um, when I did get this, I f first heard about the story on my feed, I read the comments, because I'm stupid sometimes, and uh, most of the time, a lot of the time, I'm just kind of dumb. And uh, I was kind of amazed with some of the comments. I'll quote two of them. 
Uh, of course, comedians and satirists should have the freedom of, should have freedom of speech, but don't ever confuse that with the protection from consequences. Ah, so you can say what you want to say, but if we want to lambast you in the media and and say that you're a rape joke, you're telling rape jokes even though you didn't really tell a rape joke. Um, you know that's okay too. So uh, apparently, uh, this person's idea of free speech. Uh, you know, can be met with justice because they are a good judge of what is and isn't uh, acceptable. To continue, uh, that kind of joke can be only shared amongst friends or muttered to yourself if so inclined. How merciful! How how nice! Uh, you can only be talked about amongst your friends or muttered to yourself in some dark corner where no one's listening, no one should overhear. I mean, if you said that out in public or on the bus, someone might overhear you say that joke and be horribly offended. Um, the other quote is, uh, this isn't even a question of, are rape jokes ever okay? I'm of the opinion that good ones, okay, uh, can be, but there are so few good ones. Isn't that the truth? Uh, the punchline of this particular joke is, rape happens to women, LOL. Um, no, that's not the punchline. Uh, the punchline is, look at all these attractive young girls out here. I'm an older man. If I would have sex with them, I might uh, be having sex with a 17-year-old and then be put in jail. Um, that, that's the joke. So, I'm not against their will, not, you know, chloroform the back of a van. And he doesn't have to explain this joke. I mean, Russell hasn't come out and commented on this as far as I know, and I don't think he should. I think he should just let this, you know consume itself and move on. Uh, Russell Peters is going to be doing fine, by the way. He's, at one point, he was the third richest uh, or well-paid uh, comic in the world, up there with uh, Jerry Seinfeld, Amy, uh, Amy Schumer, and, um, and uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, in 2013, he, he earned an estimated $21 million, according to Forbes. Uh, so, yeah, he's, uh, he's doing okay. And I don't think this is going to, you know, some uh, one or two little uh, jokes that are not being received well on the Junos that in 2016 got 1.6 million views. Yeah, no one's really watching this thing. You know, 1.6 million may sound impressive, except that when you look at PewDiePie or someone else on YouTube who gets, you know, a million views in a, in a day. So, you know, for doing some potty humor and, and talking about video games. So, uh, yeah, I don't think this is really going to put a, a lasting stink on Peters. Um, but, that, I mean, that's been a bit of the outcry, too. You know, people are now saying, ah, oh, Russell's a piece of shit, and he's a talentless hack, and, uh, you know, the, uh, the vitriol that came out of this is uh, fairly stunning always, uh, which is, you know, which seems to be the common uh, response nowadays. Someone does something you don't like, and then you completely shit every single badge you can find. You know, uh, it can't just be like, I didn't like the joke, I thought it was inappropriate, he shouldn't have said that on the Junos, it's, uh, you know, it's a PG show. Um, I'll get back to that, but, uh, you know, you, you can say all those things and, and be, you know, fully within your rights to say them. Because, um, you know, freedom of speech... Uh, and maybe I'm maybe I'm trying to say that there should be consequences to uh, to making sixes into nines here, um, and maybe there should be. I don't know. I don't know what those consequences would be. I'm not a judge, uh, nor should nor would I ever want to be have that power. 
to persecute people for just having their opinions. Um, but I, I honestly don't know what you kind of expect when you put comedians uh, hosting a show. They're going to tell jokes, and jokes are subjective. So some people are going to find that joke funny, and other people are going to obviously get upset about it. That other quote, the second quote I made, uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm in the opinion that good ones can be okay, good rape jokes can be okay. Okay, well, you're already making a distinction there. You're saying that there are bad rape jokes and good rape jokes. And who's making that distinction? Well, you, you are, you silly little fuck. Um, you're making that distinction in your head, and, you know, fair, fair be it. But you don't get to make that distinction and decision for everybody. Uh, the other joke that he's, he's coming under fire for a little bit, when he was introducing uh, Marine Jolie, uh, who is the heritage minister, uh, she, he, uh, Peter said uh, something along the lines of, well, I don't know why she's here, but she's hot, so there you go. Um, no, who cares? And uh, people are losing their shit about that, you know, saying, how dare he, you know, fob her off by saying she's hot. Now, Melanie Jolie, and I'll put a picture up, she's an attractive woman. That's, you know, that's, I think it's fair to, to, to observe that. Um, but the joke actually is, why is she here? He doesn't know why she's there. Melanie Jolie is a heritage minister, like I said. Uh, the heritage minister in Canada is, uh, or that, that department is responsible for overseeing Canadian culture, heritage, music, arts, and sports, amongst some other things. It's a big bloated uh, ministry, which means it's completely ineffective. And that's the joke. You know, the joke is really, what the fuck is she doing here? Because they're not doing anything to really make these, to promote these talents you're about to see. You know, then Melina Jaloy came out and, uh, and of course, was, uh, had some choice words about it, about the comment, you know, uh, saying that she's very proud to represent the $5 billion industry that is uh, Canadian music. And again, I'm like, you don't represent shit. Your ministry throws some money at ND NGOs who then go on and promote Canadian bands and Canadian content and artists. Uh, without really any of your fucking involvement. Like, you're going, to take you're going to take credit for Drake? Are you going to take responsibility for Justin Bieber? Or Celine Dion? Or any, any of these massive international stars? Even Russell Peters. Are you going to take responsibility? For, uh, you're going to take credit for Russell Peters? The man made $21 million in 2013. Uh, is that because of the Heritage Department? I don't think so. Um... You know, I'm pretty sure Russell did the work and got funny on his own and got out there and went, you know, did the clubs and got recognized and got big pretty much with or without you. The same thing we said for Drake uh, and the other artists I mentioned, you know, or any, and any other artists coming up. Um, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, I started off, off a show uh, with a clip from a new Canadian band called the Dead South. Uh, they're out of Saskatchewan. Um, and their video, uh, as, as, as of this recording, has over seven million, around 7 million views, uh, which is more than the Junos will ever get uh, in the history of the Junos. And at the bottom of their uh, video, 
they uh, give uh, give a shout out props to the to Creative Saskatchewan, an NGO that's now a Crown Corporation uh, that undoubtedly gets some money from the Heritage Department, but they mostly get money from private individuals and from other uh, from other groups to help fund artists like the Dead South and get them out there so they they can make videos and get themselves out there and get noticed. That's that's what artists do. And it's great that we have a we have a, a department, I guess, that uh, is trying to give recognition or, or try to give some money and some support to Canadian artists. But I'm pretty sure they'd be doing that with or without you. So calm your role, Meline. Uh, you're not that fucking important to the music industry in Canada, uh, and your department really isn't doing fuck all to 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 bring up new Canadian content and to really push it out there. Are you producing albums? Are you in the are you in the mixing room and like producing Drake's new album? No, you're not. You know, are you uh, are you just taking credit after people get big uh, and important and then you go, "Oh, well, yes, yes, we 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 helped with that." Fuck you. You did you did shit. You did fuck all. You you maybe maybe you funneled some some money to a music program that that artist used as a kid to get good at playing piano and now they're you know making money playing piano thanks for that but you know uh, you can't take credit for the entire Canadian music industry uh, <clears throat> anyways I just thought that was interesting that you know people were losing their mind just saying that he said oh he said she was hot you know he said he said she was useless <laughs> so <clears throat> she's useless but she happens to be hot so I guess yeah put her on TV you know uh, what else can we talk about? Yeah, so this all this all made me also think about uh, the Dave Chappelle follow-up, uh, and this is getting a bit of an old, older story now. But of course, uh, Dave Chappelle uh, released two Netflix uh, uh, stand-up specials back to back. They're brilliant. If you haven't watched them, go watch them. Uh, they're a masterclass in stand-up comedy. Um, you know, Chappelle is back in a big way, uh, and in the first special, he talks about. Uh, the LGBTQ community, QT plus thing community, um, and that draw drew a lot of ire online and elsewhere, saying that he was being insensitive to gay and lesbian people. Uh, you know, no, he wasn't. The main one, of the, the main jokes he was doing is um, was comparing the gay American experience to the Black American experience, and he finishes one joke off saying that you know seeing. Uh, homosexuals getting more rights in America, uh, the American in him was very proud and saying this is a great day for America, um, you know, these people are being recognized and getting the rights that they should be getting, uh, but he said the black American in him was a little bit jealous, and he goes on to, to talk about that, uh, that's the joke, the, I think that's what people stop doing so often, um, is they hear something they don't like. There's an initial thing of like, oh, I don't like that. And then they stop listening. And they start critiquing the joke that they then, the, the topic that they start forming in their head in response to the thing that they didn't like. Saying, well, now you're saying this and you're, and you're doing this and this is the kind of person you are now. No. Did you listen to the rest of the joke with an open mind? You know, these are the same people who say, well, I have a sense of humor, but... No, 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 you don't get to say but with that. You know, I normally laugh at things. Really, what do you laugh at? What, what exactly do you laugh at? What do you find is funny? 
Oh, you don't find anything about you funny. Anything that you find precious, that's not funny. But when other people find precious, that's fucking hilarious. Do you see how this gets subjective? And how your opinions are... <laughs> your fucking opinions. That's all they are. That's all they're worth. Fuck you. Be insulted then. I hope you're insulted. You know, if I'm offending anyone on the show, or if I have ever offended anyone on the show, or I'm offending someone right now, good! Good, I'm glad you're offended. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself in the ass. Just do, you know, learn, I want you to learn really uh, intense yoga. So you can put your head squarely up your ass, and practice some, like, kundalini breathing techniques so you can just remain there. So then I can walk around in this world and say, oh, that person's head's up their ass. They must have a sense of humor, except when, and fill in the blank. Um, you know, one last word on Chappelle's humor. Uh, so much of his jokes, and he's built a career off being the, doing an outsider-type comedy. You know, the person looking into a situation, and, having the situ and then explaining the situation to people who may or may not have ever experienced that. That's why his comedy works so well with white audiences that he sold and told about, uh, spoke about a, a, the black experience in America uh, by letting them into it. Like, he lets you in on the joke by, by distancing himself from the subject matter. Um, in this way, he can talk about B Bill, Bill Cosby uh, being both a cultural icon, especially to black Americans growing up in the 1980s, and a rapist. You know, he... Most likely, although he hasn't been indicted, uh, but, you know, the, it looks like, you know, the, that he raped a fuck ton of women in horrible, horrible fashion, right? That's true. He also supported a lot of black colleges. He also uh, gave tons of money to, to organizations. And he was, a, he was basically a figurehead to a lot of black youth and white youth, too. I watched the Cosby show uh, like crazy. I had all his early stand-up albums. You know, he, he influenced a lot of people uh, throughout his life. Not with the rape, before we knew about the rape. The non-rapey Bill Cosby, the, 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 uh, the sweater-wearing, you know, pudding pop, you know, Camille kind of, I can't do Bill Cosby, I don't even know why I did that. Jesus. Um, cut that out. That Bill Cosby uh, influenced many, many people in very positive ways. So when you look at Bill Cosby as a, as a meme if you will, uh, you do have to have some, find some balance between those two, two, two realities in your head. Um, and that's, that's difficult. And he makes a great series of jokes out of that. Um, you know, one of, the, one of his most classic bits uh, from Killing the Masafi is, is, the, uh, is the baby in, I think it's in Harlem, right? Uh, where he sees a baby, he's in, he's in, he's in a limo, he's, he's, he's talking about how him being in a limo uh, in, a, in a bad part of town and seeing a baby on the, on the corner and, and rolling down his, his, his window and saying, baby, what, what are you doing out here? You should go home, baby, what, what are you doing out here? And he's like, selling weed, nigga! You know, that's the joke. The joke is that, and again, he puts himself in a limo in a window seeing things happen outside of that window and brings you into that experience with him. Uh, which is a powerful way of telling jokes, I think, and that's what Chappelle does. 
So if you don't know any of that, or if you choose to ignore all that stuff, and then just jump to the thing that you don't like about this, uh, you know, uh, hour-long comedy special, two hour-long comedy specials, then you're missing all the rest of the setup, you're missing the whole point of the jokes, and you should go fuck yourself. Um, in my opinion, that's just my opinion. Uh, you know, free speech, allowed, uh, allowed to have my opinions, even with consequences. I defy the consequences, folks. I'm going uh, consequence-free. I'm, uh, I'm uh, foregoing the Diet Coke and going straight for the mainline uh, syrupy shit. You know, just uh, injecting a deep-fried Mars bar into my, into my veins with uh, commentary. Uh, what else can we talk about? Uh, that thing, well, that's about it for the uh, main show. I will be putting some new stuff up uh, later this week. Uh, Hearthstone comes out with a new expansion. Today, it's, uh, this is uh, April 6, 2017. So I will be unpacking some cards uh, live on air and uh, talking about them and maybe doing some deck building and uh, playing some matches later on today and tomorrow. Uh, and I still have that iron, how I would fix uh, Iron Fist. Uh, that's coming up for my Patreon sub uh, subscribers. Uh, that should be up by the end of the weekend. Okay, folks. Thank you for listening. This is Sorry Not Sorry, and uh, my name is Jason. And we will talk to you next time.
my redhead mask, red tear shed, queen be my squeeze. The stage smells, tells, hells, bells, miss, bells, knocks me on my knees. It didn't hurt, flirt, blood, squirt, stop. 